0: Hi loves, welcome back to Stripped. I'm so excited for today because I have an in-person guest with me. She is a celebrity spiritual coach. She truly is just such a light. I got to sit with her last few hours offline and have an actual coaching session with her, which is part of a major part of what she does. And I would have to say that she's more than just a somebody spiritual coach. She's someone who really is guiding and bringing that passion into how you help find your you know higher self and how you connect and how you celebrate yourself and how you work through all these different trials and I could say so many more things for this intro and I joked I told her I wasn't going to read a long bio because I was like I don't want to read this long thing and here I go on a tangent but I was truly amazed when she came into my home and shared with me and got to you know coach me and show me what it was all about so Vanessa Percianelli, how are you? Thank you so much for being Aww, here.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, Hi everybody, this yes. is awesome. I know, I'm so
0: happy to have you here in my home. We have been here for the last few hours, <laughs> having a very intense, Coaching session. I th- I know I threw you for quite the uh, loop when you were, when I was like, oh, sorry, I didn't answer your questions. And, you know, hey, I'm just like very raw and off the cusp. And, you know, is it cool if we just kind of get into it? And I know we were a little bit over the place, my stories, different things, but I truly felt mm-hmm. so aligned and so connected. Mm-hmm. And I still do in this moment. And I just was like, wow, I'm so grateful that we got to do that. And I'm so glad now I get to now kind of share this with my listeners right after while it's fresh in my mind and Mm -hmm. I feel this alignment and I feel this heaviness. But before I do, please tell my audience a little about Vanessa and what you do and just kind of, you know,
1: you as the woman and you as the celebrity spiritual coach and all about that. Yeah, absolutely. So for over a decade, I've been, I I mean, I've worked with people all over the world, thousands of sessions, thousands and thousands of hours of working with clients (laughs) And, and really the heart of the work that I do is teaching people how to lead with their souls. And, you know, for so long, we've talked about, you know, leadership and being influential and being impactful. It's connected or correlated to simply what we do for a living or if we have all those things ticked off, you know, on our checklist. Right. Of, this Everybody is checks. what, right? Like this mm-hmm. is what a successful life is supposed to look like but ultimately what i've really learned in working with people all these years is that fulfillment is really what we're truly after and fulfillment is not always about how much we've accumulated or if those boxes are all ticked you know and i've seen so many people especially in hollywood yeah. and successful business owners and leaders that i've worked with over the years you know have all of those things that would define that successful fulfilling life and they still don't have that and what i discovered is that really working with soul knowing that relationship connecting to that part of yourself that is you know here long after the physical body is gone mm-hmm. that is the essence and the magnificence of who you are like the the trueness of who you are connecting to that and having some sort of a, a connection to spirit or god or universe or life or yeah. source, whatever, like whatever like resonates believe. yeah yeah, yeah. There is a sense of deeper purpose and meaning in life, and ultimately, that's what leads to a fulfilling life. I love that. That's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And it's true. And I feel like we we really dove into that when we
0: kind of sat. I mean, obviously, I kind of walked you through my life in a few hours, but I loved it. It was great. I mean, all (laughs) over the place. But I mean, we you know we we talked about you know the loss, you know the physical loss of my grandmother. You know, Mm -hmm. for most people that know. My dodo, who is like my very best friend, my mom's mom, her very best friend, and what I kind of went through with that, and like where that put me to then, you know, being a mom and then going through postpartum depression, and all these different things that are like where they've led me and where I am in my journey. And like one of the things that you said to me that really resonated was that I had broken open. And I thought that was so beautiful and it struck such a chord with me because. Mm in my mind, truly, between my grandmother passing and then going to the postpartum depression and all the different things in between, I felt like I was just breaking. You know, as an individual, it was just like breaking and, you know, disaster and this and that. And yes, of course, in a sense, there was that destruction and everything. But like you said, you were like, you were breaking to break open to be able to be in this higher self and be in this higher state of mind. and you know mindfulness and awareness and be able to receive all of that for yourself and be able to now do what you're doing and how you are sharing and with your life and your public life and everything and how you are helping others and all that and i just thought that was so beautifully put because mm. honestly i've heard you know random things along those lines the way you put it in the moment of just how we were having the conversation it just it hit my heart you know mm. just resonated so much and like I'm getting teary-eyed but it was like you know I was just like wow (sighs) there's just so much beauty to that and there's so much depth and so much it made me almost think about when I first started my podcast which you know was born out of my postpartum depression and it's become so much more than that and for me it was originally just to kind of share my story and just kind of vent and get it out there even if I wasn't going to really put it Mm -hmm. out there and just be like I need to say these things. But now it's like I'm connecting with people like you and all these things. And I'm like, wow, again, this like broken feeling, this, you know, feeling that I was feeling for so many months and what I was going through brought me to this now new stage of like just being so open and sharing mm. that pain to be able to have that purpose and help others, to help myself and being able to connect on a deeper level and drop in, like you kept saying to me. And it just all resonated so much. And so when we were having this conversation, I was just like, wow all of that just like heavily resonates at a different a different level for me and 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 I felt like when I was thinking about my podcast and thinking about how that was kind of created out of a kind of like a mess and out of this postpartum depression moment and I thought to myself oh well if anything like I'll just vent and get it out there now it's like oh my gosh no I was like essentially broken like you said to be broken into and to Start to evolve in a whole new way. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of part of this journey. And I'm just like, I'm truly like amazed by that right now, like sitting with you and staring at you and just like feeling your energy. I'm like, wow, there's like so much to this. And there's so much to like all of us, of course, but of course, thinking about myself and feeling this. And I was thinking about my best friend, Steph gave me this bracelet on my birthday um, back in July um, when I was uh, doing a speech uh, on motherhood, my postpartum fashionist, and that was like my first big speech for iTalk. And mm. I spoke, instead of speaking on fashion, speaking on confidence, I spoke on my life. And I spoke on what I have had gone through and all these things. And it was very nerve-wracking for me because it was something that I hadn't really done, yes, on social media, but not for people to sit right. and listen and talk mm-hmm. and everything. And so she gave me this beautiful bracelet that they had a little, like, cool gem on it, and Mm -hmm. it said, she gave me a card with it, and she goes, it was Alex Nanny, and she goes, Mm -hmm. read the card. I love the bracelet for you, but read the card. And I can't remember the exact words, but it very much resonated, I think, because of what you said, because it talked about how sometimes in life, we kind of go back to this cocoon and break through Mm -hmm. and become a butterfly again. Yes. And I was like oh, my God, that's so beautiful, Steph, thank you. And honestly, in the moment, I just thought to myself, oh, that's so beautiful. You're basically telling me, like, I'm in this new stage of life. And But now, you saying this, it's like this weird connection. And she is very spiritually inclined. And she's very, like, you know, in that level. Mm -hmm. And she's been for many years. And she's been trying to get me there. You know, and finally, she's like, oh, finally, you're (laughs) on my wavelength, you know. We're close, you know. And we joke about that all the time. And so she she wasn't, so I know she's laughing right now. And so, Steph, you know, and I I know when she gave that to me, it wasn't just to say like you're evolving and like this, but it was like what you just said, like this breakthrough mm-hmm. and this like I've been broken, but to be broken open yes. and to break through. And like, how beautiful is that? And how beautiful is that message to send to others that are listening that when you are going through these different moments, don't just look at yourself and feel that shame and feel that doubt and that you know horrible feeling that we all have felt and go mm-hmm. through because that's a normal reaction, a normal trigger and a normal emotion. But then really getting to the deep root of it and saying, but if I didn't go through that, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have been broken into and therefore I wouldn't have broken through. Yes. And that was just like, when you said that, mm. that was so powerful to me. Truly. Mm. I just was like, oh my gosh, like that just like hit me. Like everything else you were saying, I was still kind of consuming. I feel like I'm still consuming, but that just like spoke to me and like mm. hit me like a ton of bricks. Like, wow, Ali, are you listening? Mm. You know, like I almost felt like this was coming from not just you. And I know mm-hmm. because you are a little bit intuitive and a little bit spiritually inclined, you have a little bit of the mediumship to give our listeners a little background. Mm-hmm. You know, you might've been channeling a little bit of that and whatever, mm-hmm. but whatever it was, it was just like in that moment, I was like, wow, ding, ding, ding alignment. You know, it was like,
1: mm. it was wild. Oh, I love it. And I felt it and I saw it in that moment. And and, and I love that you brought that piece up because I think for so many people, and we're not alone, when we're in those setbacks, when we're in those breakdowns the challenging difficult times in our lives where we're grieving when we've lost something when there's a destruction you know or even like a physical or like a we call a spiritual death where parts of our identity are crumbling yeah it's so easy to go into that place of blame and victim and shame and woe is me and I'm you know why is this happening to me yeah The thing I like to share, you know, with clients and when I'm interviewed, it's like life is always happening for us. You know, our minds in the moment of whatever we're going through can only see what we're going through in that moment. We don't have the bigger picture or the plan, the divine plan of why or why this has been orchestrated and where it's actually leading to. Mm. And that's something we forget. And I mean, we have to be human. Yeah. Right? Like we have to human and we yeah. have to be in our pain. It's a part of yeah. the human experience. And you don't want to be because
0: it's very uncomfortable. Of course not. Look, you I know? mean, the
1: first thing you want to do is try to find a way yes. out of it. But for here's... me, I told you is my quick fix.
0: How do right, I fix this? How do I something I'm working and on. And so
1: many people are like that. But if you really have the ability, like what allowed you to get to this moment today of seeing all these pieces come together and why that I think landed so powerfully for you was because you were willing to see yourself through the process. Mm. You, you notice and you have the awareness of, I want a quick fix, but you learn, wow, I really need to go in, in and through this pain to get on the other side, to get the, the gifts and the lessons and the transformation to see what's possible and look what you've created Thank you. on the other side of that. But had you maybe quick fixed it, or been in victim or woe is me I can guarantee you you wouldn't be here because yeah. you would be no, going I feel, to I feel all that in other... my soul yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so i love that that landed and i think that this is such a powerful message for yeah anybody Anyone listening needs to
0: hear it yeah. yeah i just, not just for moms
1: anyone can take away
0: from this that that feeling because we've all been there and if you say if you say you haven't been then you're in your own self-denial because we've (laughs) all been there you're lying yeah exactly like you're like you know i'm all that real wrong stripped (laughs) down it's like you know we've all been through this we've all been through some kind of tornado hurricane destruction whatever you want to call it and some of us more than others Mm -hmm. you know and it's like Like you said, it's like getting through that and seeing that pain truly has purpose. Yes. And how do you walk away from that and what do you look at? And I think just what you said of that resonating to them of like you might be broken, but you're actually being broken into. Think about how that switches your mind. Mm Because I tell you what, even me sitting here with you when we were doing our session, my mind immediately switched and was like, Oh wow, like look at all the things I have done and look at all the things that have happened for me and how much more relatable. I am to all these others that are out there that are following me and reaching out to me because I was quote unquote broken. Mm. And you don't even, you know, you know this because you're also like, hence the name in the title, like you know, how I introduced you, celebrity, but it's like, that can be seen as two ways, as we said, you know, with you. It's like, it could either be because you are in the public eye and you've spoken so much on different TV shows and different projects and all those things, or because you are working with different celebrities and public figures and influencers and all kinds of high profile people. And it's like, you know, like me, there's a lot of that glam, there's a lot of that Hollywood craziness, Mm -hmm, there's mm -hmm. there's just a lot of it. And part of that for me, like I told you in our session, is that I had a really hard time like figuring out how to handle that and not be glam as like a new mom and how to not always feel like I have to be on, all these things that I was always doing. Mm -hmm. And I didn't realize that like I was almost in my own way like masking everything else that I was going through and it was because I was just keep styling and just keep moving, keep making sure everybody else is happy, but I wasn't checking in with myself, right, and then like you said, when I went through the postpartum depression, for me personally, it was not only a way of breaking me, but it was a way of me like having to do the work and having to say like, okay, it's time to like look at you and drop in and say like, what is it you're trying to work through, what is that, what is uncomfortable Mm -hmm. you're going to force yourself to sit in. You know, and we talked about on your during your session, like how I did a ton of meditation, and saw you know specialists, and you know spoke with a therapist, and did journaling, and all these different things. Like you also do in your coaching mm-hmm. that helps people get to that. So, can you walk us through, like, if I was to sit down with you right now mm-hmm. as a new client? like what that would look like for, Mm -hmm. you know, of course, I know every single person is different as like ours was too, but like an idea for those that want to kind of know what it means to work with you and what Mm -hmm. it means to work with a celebrity spiritual coach,
1: what you kind of are putting out there and, and how they get to work with you. Yeah, absolutely. I love the question. I mean, I create the space and I think this is, you know, why I love coaching and the work that I'm able to do. I feel so honored and privileged to be able to do it is that I create a space for a human being to be able to really shed and release the masks that they're that. Mm-hmm. carrying around. And a safe space, a space where there's no judgment, where there's only love, whether the love, the unconditional love comes for me through challenging you into you seeing and, and knowing your greatness and your magnificence or supporting you when you are in the trenches or needing that nurturing. It's creating this, what I would call a container where you are able to be your full self, but also have me envision and see who you are here to be. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes when people come to me, despite the external public kind of sure. you know figure or their success or whatever it is that they who they are, right? Their identity of who they right. are through their work. Sometimes there's this piece within them that they've never shared with anybody. Where they're feeling lonely. Where they're feeling. You know, uh, isolated, where they're feeling depressed, where they're feeling like, you know, I don't understand, confused, you know, I'm not clear about where I'm going. You know, we're all, I I meet people in different transitions in their lives, but for the most part, like when people come to me, it's like I'm holding the vision of who you are, the vision of your magnificence, because I'm seeing past what you might call your problems or your issues or, you know, the, the patterns or habits that you want to let go of. Yeah. Yeah. Or like just the struggle or whatever that you're in. And not everybody's always in a struggle or there's something quote unquote wrong, but it's, you know, for the most part, there's usually something. And typically for people, when they come to me to work together they know that they're meant for something more. Mm -hmm. There's something more here, Vanessa, and all the things that I've been doing, you know, the development, the business work, the strategy, the, you know, courses, the program, the classes aren't quite working. Or I'm at a point in my career or my life where... And meant for something new and different. Mm-hmm. I just have no idea how to get there. And they're stuck in what I would call a gap. Okay. So that gap is like, you know, can be filled with confusion. It can be filled with a desire for more. And by the time they come to me, they're like really looking for a space where they can land. And be able to unleash and unload not only their problems, but unleash their wildest dreams. And have somebody be able to carry them into that. So the transformation happens over time, you know, one session is fine and it's a little pick me up, right? uh But the transformation happens over time where people begin to live into and embody who they know they're here to be, what they're meant to have, what they're, they're here to experience next. And for some people, you know, it's a complete letting go of who they've been and what they've been doing to come into full alignment to what I call your divine plan. Mm. Like what you're really here to do, the mission, the purpose of who you are and what you're here to do next. So when we sit down, you know, my, my clients will fill out obviously forms Mm -hmm. and questions. And then I bring into the sessions, a lot of guided visualization, meditation techniques. We do coaching. I do a lot of intuitive work. I'll channel, you know, I'm, I'm customizing each session and the experience I have with each client to meet them where they're at. So I'm going to have clients that are going to be really woo who are like, give me all the things woo that you have. And then there's going to be clients who are not so much like that, but there's an opening, right? right. But I always look at it this way. Spirituality and working with the soul has to become practical. It has to be grounded. It has to be measured. There has to be, you know, a viscerality, if that's even a word, but like a visceral (laughs) kind of experience where it feels tangible, where it feels like, oh, wow, like I'm seeing that something is so abstract that can be so um, hard to pinpoint actually benefiting my life I'm yeah. making more money right I've met the love of my life my career is taking off right I feel actual tangible
0: changes going on in your life exactly. versus just maybe going in and having that conversation and then walking away and going okay what was, what that? was that exactly yeah, like, right. which I feel that? like there is a lot of that so I love totally. that like for you like you said like that's what your real goal is, that's kind of your passion, your mission, and what you're doing. And I felt that again, sitting down with you. Like, Mm. you know, I know in the beginning, it was more just kind of like us getting to know each other. Right. Because we've been talking about doing this for a while. It's been a long time coming. (laughs) And, you know, it has been. (laughs) The universe aligned, you know. But it was like, you know, when we were talking and talking about was in my life and everything, you started like really... Like you know, you were listening the whole time. You were trying to really drop into me. I could tell and pick up different things. And then that's when it was like really we were flowing. And I think, like you said, because I was open and I was sharing, then you were able to then really access and say, okay, this is something I'm seeing for you. So, like one of the things we talked about was the fact that I am a little bit of a workaholic. (laughs) Newsflash: anyone that follows me knows this. I'm not Bravo. You know, they pretty much know this no matter what. Um, And so I have to joke about it because I'm well aware of it. And you know, like you said to me, it's not necessarily a problem or an issue. Because mm-hmm. It's been my way of life. But your point to me was it's not necessarily sustainable for yeah. the long run. And so you were saying to me that just in general, you see this like slow down internally with me. Mm-hmm. And you see this kind of changing with like my body and dropping in and this like clock and everything. It's just going to like, it's not going to do anything as far as me. You were saying like physically, like outwardly but like inward i'm gonna feel this like slow down and this like check in more and more of like do i want to be doing this or like do i have to be doing this or does this align and these types of questions that are more deep within the soul that you described and that like higher self and who you are Mm -hmm. in divine being of like does this resonate And like, is this of my truth? Is this something that would be in business or in personal life of like, I want to align with this. I want to do that. Right. And so you were speaking very heavily to me on that and saying how you really do see that shift and being super honest because I've said on my show, I want to be real and raw. So keeping it really real and raw, it's hard for me to to share this, like not hard, but more vulnerable to share this fear. And I said this to you when we were talking in the session is, my fear now that things have really started to take off and things are moving and things are happening, I'm afraid if I slow down, then the finances end and right. this happens. And you kind of reassured me, but also coached me through that like, it actually might bring more abundance. Right. And can you explain that a little bit of what you kind of yes. said to me so I understand yes. for coaching session?
1: Yeah, totally. You know, we have to always look at what's motivating the choices and the things we're doing day to day. And so many people, are on autopilot. Like it's very easy to get on autopilot, yeah. Especially to, in today's society. Totally, and to be living off of the the cultural or societal patterns and what I cu- would call like programming of, quote unquote, how we should be day to day. So we typically think the busier our schedule, the more that we've got we've got going on, the more successful a person is, so, and the more successful sure. we'll be, yeah. right? Because the money is coming in, the opportunities right. are coming. It feels fast in in. paced, so you're doing the right thing. Totally. Oh. Yeah. Totally. But not every choice that we are making could potentially actually be in alignment with what we're here to do, who we're here to be, what we're here to experience. And the slowing down piece is really about dropping into the body and really connecting to your innermost self and being like, is this really aligned for me? Mm -hmm. What is motivating me to say yes? And this is all about self-awareness. And this is about the coaching process. What is so potent about it is that it increases your capacity to have more awareness Of who you are, the choices you make, the things that you're doing, what you're saying yes to, what you're saying no to, where your boundaries are leaking, you know, how you show up in the world. It creates this expanded self-awareness, which then causes you to actually look at like an observer your life and say, oh, I know that I would typically go in, rush in and take that opportunity because that's what I'm trained to usually do. That's what my autopilot usually does. But I actually want to know. Why do I do that? Mm-hmm. And when you start to investigate and self-explore, what well, you might unwind—and I'm not saying you yeah, personally, sure. but just in general—you might unwind. Oh wow! Like I'm re- like I'm really afraid that if I don't take these opportunities, there's more that aren't going to come. Right, like, and that, that was what we spoke about. Right, and it could be that lack, that lack mentality or that lack energy that mm-hmm. our collective consciousness is s- like nobody's immune. Yep. And I want to say lack and scarcity and all of that, it doesn't matter how much money you have or how little you have, it really is an energetic and a state of being. Mm-hmm. And lack can drive so many of our choices because in our generations that came before us, if we came from families where you know they did struggle, where you know we, we didn't have a lot, there wasn't enough to come by, we're actually in our genes and DNA and in, even in our neural pathways in our brain, we're carrying that patterning And living out generations before us of what their life was like, even if it's not actually happening in our reality now. Mm -hmm. So lack, you know, can be driven by many different things, but lack is not really about abundance, right? Because if we know, oh my gosh, if I'm actually connecting to my soul, a part of myself that maybe I haven't connected to my entire life, that I'm not just living from my mind all the time and what I think I should be doing and who I think I should be. And I actually discover who I am. This actually has the potential and the possibility to create and expand me into more possibilities and opportunities and abundance and prosperity than me operating from this very fear-based place. Right. And that's and it's limited. Spoke on. Right. Mm-hmm. right. It's like it's limited versus... What if you could be totally fulfilled, right? And slow down and bask in and revel in all of your creations and success, and then be able to say, like, when an opportunity comes, like, Oh, I don't know if that really feels aligned with me right now. Mm-hmm. I need to sit with that versus the old pattern of just doing it. Of just doing yeah. it because you need to do it, or you do it out of obligation sure. or fear or worry or whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. So you know, part of the work in the sessions is like really discovering who you are and what makes you tick and what makes you choose the things that you're choosing that have led you to this moment. And if it's not working for you, it's not aligned anymore. we got to get you to a place of really getting empowered and becoming your own authority to know what choices decisions who you need to be moving forward to have what is coming next yeah to make room for that absolutely and that was what you kind of to go into the personal
0: answer of what you said to me when we were sitting and I was telling you that I was kind of vulnerable and a bit fearful of like well if I slow down a little bit and drop in mm-hmm. then maybe opportunities are going to slow down this and that and you actually reassured me and not only reassured me but said to me like actually no I see me personally like the opposite of for you I see more coming in I see more abundance I see more room for bigger things because you clear out other things right. and you and what did you say to me you were like um you said that um allowing me to make that space but then also you something beautiful about that when I make the space And then, oh, the
1: good, what were the three words you used? The good, the true, and the beautiful. Thank you. Yes, one of my my coaches. Uh That's I think it's like the good, the true, and the beautiful. When you make those decisions, my perspective is you're making those decisions moving forward based on, is this loving myself? Am I loving myself by making this choice? Mm -hmm. I'm not harming myself in doing this. Am I loving my family and my loved ones and my community through this? Am I hearting anybody in, mm-hmm. in this choice? And lastly, am I really doing something for the greater good? Am I loving the world and humanity and making this a better place through this choice? And right. I don't feel like I'm compromising or just saying yes for the sake of based off of fear and limitation, mm-hmm. right? And separation. So. This allows you to make different choices, and, and that's the thing. The mind will go into limitation, right? It's like if sure. I slow down, I'm not gonna have as much, right? But what if the total opposite is true? Like, what if you actually have more, mm-hmm. and it's maybe less in terms of the busyness, okay? Right. Hypothetically, sure. yeah, but it's more of the things that you've really deep down been wanting or that your soul knows is really aligned for you, yeah. Because that transition from what you were doing to where you are now, like you couldn't have imagined that oh, for no. yourself, Not right? Never, no, yeah. <laughs> but your soul knew this is where you're going to go. When you're there, it's going to be a little difficult to get yeah. there and maybe painful. But when you're there, like you are going to feel on fire, Allie. Mm-hmm. Trust me in this, and right. you did. You trusted right. that, right? And that and takes I do feel work. That fire that you talk about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's so palpable when I sit here with you. And just, you know, for those that are listening, you yeah. probably feel this too, but just being in this space with Ali, like in physical proximity, the way you light up oh, talking you. about the people that you get to impact and influence and connect with on social media and day to day. And just like the way you are in such deep service and contribution to the people who are, who are like in resonance with who you are and what you offer. It's so... It's so genuine.
0: Oh, thank you so much.
1: It, no, it really is truly genuine. It means a lot. It, but it, it, you created that, and you can feel it, and that's not something that you can make up, because people can smell bullshit, yeah, I can course. swear. Oh, yeah, you're fine. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't yeah, ask you before. It's so more. Sorry, guys. <laughs> no, you're
0: good. But it's true, though. Like it, it can, and people know, and we talk about this too, is that we yeah. think the world is moving in this more authentic space, and people are yeah. wanting that, and they're wanting to know that it's true, and they can tell when someone is BSing them and saying, you know, that is not true. And Mm -hmm. what you're talking about, even if maybe you are talking about it, you know, from a place that you want to share it, but you're not sharing it authentically. Right. People are picking up on that. And we are seeing more and more in society in general. And even like you were saying, somewhat in Hollywood, people are trying to, like myself included, trying to share that and trying to show that like, Hey, it's not always like this. And this is like the realness of it. Mm-hmm. Again, hence the podcast, you know, stripped down. Yeah, playing off, everyone knows off of the fact that I was on stripped down Bravo, but really, truly your real raw self. And how do we strip you down, you know, as a guest here with me and share everything about, you know, what we're talking about. Right. And then further strip myself down and have
1: these conversations.
0: Absolutely. You know? and,
1: and, and that's the thing because as leaders we go first we have to role model to others what's possible when we are this open Mm -hmm. like this gives people permission to be able to go into their lives and in their connections and be real and be raw and honest and authentic and and have that level of connection that you know for maybe many people it's just not there so true you know at least yet yeah Right. We're craving that. that. Yeah. I think we all are craving that. We're all craving that. Like as connected as we are, what it appears to be online, like we are really legitimately missing deep, real connection. connection. Yeah. It's
0: like us, like even though it was a coaching session, like we still connected for quite a few hours, having real conversations and authentic and you said no judgment and just pure, beautiful conversations. And Mm -hmm. I do think, and I agree with you that many people, myself included, We do crave that and we miss that. I mean, it's even apparent with, like, my direct messages on Instagram. Like, I get so many a day and I get back and answer as many as I can each day. And I'm so thankful and grateful that I have these people that want to reach out to me. But I think to myself when they're having these conversations with me, like, wow, not only are they looking to me as someone to follow and, you know, Mm -hmm. influence, but they're looking at me almost like a friend and community of, like, having these real dialogues and these real conversations. And again, it goes back to what you're saying of, like, people want that authenticity. People are craving that. Mm -hmm. You know, and so that being said, like with you being a coach in this, Mm -hmm. where do you like see things going and and what are you doing in your own practice to kind of keep pushing that wave forward? Because I really do believe this heavy wave is coming and I'm seeing it more and more, not just in Hollywood, but just everywhere, which is social media and Hollywood and everything. I'm just curious your perspective and all that.
1: Yeah, I mean, we are in the midst of a, a what we would call a big awakening on the planet. Mm-hmm. You know, I've and, read this before. Yeah. yeah, and you know, the awakening is going to look pretty chaotic, and we're kind of in that chaotic phase. We're seeing so much darkness being illuminated, so many secrets or things that were secret for so long and hidden from the masses now suddenly being revealed, and we're seeing people being held accountable and responsible for the actions like getting the consequences for their actions like all the hollywood cover-ups cover you know political all of that but the thing that i always like to say to people we're all leaders like just because there's people in the public eye or public figures or successful ceos or whatever we're doing and have our own businesses we are all leaders mothers are leaders fathers are leaders you know we we are all leading our own lives first and what's happening in this awakening is it's 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 very easy to look at and point out what's wrong outside, like in the world Uh and say, oh, this person in this, you know, government position is bad. And that person over here, shame on them for doing that. But what I really want to, you know, encourage people and invite people to do is as you're pointing your fingers, there's three coming back at you. (laughs) Where do you need to take greater accountability and responsibility? Where are you ready to awaken? And this is not something that just... Um, has to be forced. Yeah. Like when people go through their own inner awakening or what some people will call spiritual awakening, yeah. it comes yeah. and it, usually there's a catalyst or trigger oh, that like creates me, it. For sure. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, whether it's a painful event or some massive aha, you know, and, and, and just out of this world experience. There is a catalyst that causes someone to say, I'm ready to look inward now. I'm ready to take accountability and responsibility. I'm ready to share who I am, my most authentic self-expressed version of myself with the world. I'm ready to heal. I'm ready to look at my traumas and my fears and my past and really deal with it in a yeah. healthy, loving way now. And sit with it and allow yourself yes. to work through it. Right yeah. So, you know, we're going through this event right now and it looks a little crazy and it looks like there's a lot of darkness happening and that's because really when more light comes in into the darkness, it starts to highlight. It starts to be like a spotlight on things that are no longer congruent with the potentiality that human beings like are able to step into and live into. Like right. We are available and have so much more access to who we really are yeah but, a long time ago absolutely right and, and and we've lived in such a limited and very like fear-based separation-based place mm-hmm. and so this awakening is allowing ourselves to break open to more love a love especially for the parts of ourselves that we feel unlovable or have not been acknowledged love for more you know each other because when we go through these you know experiences like you had how much more compassion do you now have oh, yes and love yeah. when you, somebody else steps in and says, oh my God, I'm going through this. Now yes. you have the ability to say, oh my God, I can love you through that. Yes, it's Versus true. feel like you need to fix them or right. do anything for them. It's more like, I can love you through that. Right. So, it's, it's like true authentic support. It totally is. Yeah. And so the world is opening and awakening and it's gonna happen in a variety of different ways because everybody's at different levels of development. Sure. Really. Yeah. And you know, for my own self, my my devotion has been since the time I was a little girl. I was always very connected and you know, since I was a teenager, really. I have wow, you always knew. Always knew. I always knew I was here for a unique purpose and when I was a teenager, I was questioning a lot of things. That's when I got into the entertainment industry. I was questioning reality. I was mm-hmm. always asking questions. I was always a seeker. Yeah. By the time, you know, I was in my 20s, I was already, like, quite developed in terms of my awareness. Yeah. Yeah. And- And looking at different spiritual and, you know, the laws of the universe and looking at what self-love really means. I had my first coach at 23 and did landmark education. So I was really involved in personal and spiritual development from a very young age and then really got into it more that my gifts started to come back. Mm -hmm. And I left the entertainment industry and opened this business. I went back to school, all of that, and have been in just such a state of devotion To if I'm gonna teach, I also I can't just preach things. I have to embody it. Yes, practice what you preach, right? You know, I have to walk the talk. And for me, it's never been a question of being able to look at the all aspects of myself and be willing to be wrong and be willing to evolve and be willing to learn from what might seem like a mistake. And be willing to face the parts of myself that are uncomfortable and be with those parts of myself and learn from them. So I've been on a a huge and very, very deep um, devoted path of my own development. and And I love
0: that you share that because like someone like you who, you know, is of this teaching... And this coach and everything, I think it's amazing and beautiful that you share, like, you Mm. also are on your own journey. And that you've been doing so much of your own work. Because I think, again, a lot of times people look at different people and they see they're in this, whatever, higher power, this, you know, higher position, whatever it is. And they think, oh, my gosh, like, they're so perfect and they're able to, you know, be here and this and that. And it's like, but you just said, like, you have been doing so much work Mm -hmm. to get to where you are and you did question and you did jump in the entertainment industry because you weren't sure of like your gifts and you're an actress you were a singer and you were all these different things that you were trying to kind of search around Mm -hmm. and find who you were like you said your soul and what was you know aligning with you what was driving you and now you have and look at how much you've created also and how much has happened for you yeah and i think it's amazing
1: to share that because again we all go through our own journeys yeah it's you know what i want to say this take people off of pedestals Yeah, You know, the leaders, the celebrities, the influence, like all of us need to be like, there is no guru except the one that resides within you. And every time we put somebody on a pedestal, that pedestal is going to fall because we have this like fantasy and illusion that they're this all perfect, all knowing, you know, being when they're human. And it's like, we are all the same, you know, we are all equal in that sense. And the more that we place people on pedestals, I think the more that we get disappointed when they're not perfect or right. when they're perfect in terms of how we define or what we believe they are. Right. You know? And, and, and that's the thing I always like to tell people, like I have my own struggles. Like yeah. I have my own cycles and seasons. I have my own doubts, but the difference maybe between me and let's say somebody who's not in this work is that I look at those as opportunities. Whereas maybe some other people may look at it and be either collapsing into that right. and holding themselves back and down or trying to overcompensate and, and and really be in their ego to, right. to have people not see that, yeah. you know, or they don't see it within themselves. Well, so. I feel like that's a
0: pretty natural reaction of most people. It's right. Like you said, it's like when you choose to do the inner work and tap into that higher self and into your soul, that's when you can kind of peel back the layers. And yeah. that's what you were kind of saying to me also in our coaching session is you were like you're learning the lessons. And now I think you said it was a ripple effect to you. You were saying mm-hmm. with me mm-hmm. that I'm starting to see for myself is because I am doing the work and I'm diving further in. Can you explain that ripple effect that like you kind of were explaining to me with my own self, but you were saying with others does happen when you start to kind of dive in and do this work, whether it be on their own or they have
1: you coaching them, like what you kind of see. Right. Well, I mean, you start to see you around in your reality that there's a reflection like different reflections. Yeah. It's like sometimes people or situations or circumstances will fall away. Right. You know, we were talking about the following yes, and all that, like absolutely. we will have people that might be following us when we're one way mm-hmm. and then they go away and we're like, Oh my God, where did everybody go? <laughs> totally. And then all of a sudden it's like a new wave of people come in with who you now are. It's, it's like the reality that you're living. When you look around, what do you see looking back at you? Mm. It's a reflection of who you are, how you feel about yourself what you're loving or not loving about yourself, what you're working on. So when we start to love ourselves, we start to get more loving reflections back in our reality or opportunities to love ourselves even more Mm -hmm. or to heal parts of ourselves. It doesn't mean that life is going to be perfect and positive and peachy all the time. Right, which is another thing I think people need to like, it's like you have to
0: understand. (laughs) And even I've had to have these moments. It's like, it's not always going to be rainbows and unicorns. It's not always going to be, like you said, peaches and cream. Like, It's okay, and like you said, it's actually more than okay because the more you allow those things to happen, the more you get that growth. The more you figure out what those opportunities are, what are the lessons. And same with me, it's like I've been trying to really pay attention and hone in when things happen. Like, okay, what was that lesson? Oh, okay. And chances are, I always said this for myself: it's the same lesson that I wasn't listening to five minutes ago. Right. It's like the same thing. It won't repeat itself
1: until you pay attention. Exactly. Exactly. So your reality, what you're seeing around it, is a creation of of who you are and how you feel about yourself and the world around you and whether it's a a positive and awesome thing or not, like you always have the ability to choose differently. So true. You know, you always have the ability to look at your life from a different perspective. And like, I always love to live by this mantra. And sometimes it's so hard when you're in the depths of like your pain to look at like, how is my life really supporting me right now? Like how is this happening for me versus This is happening to me. Mm. And I think when we're in victim or blame and it's okay to be there for a little bit, we Mm -hmm. need to feel that. But eventually if we stay in like all these things are happening to me, we never grow. We never have the opportunity to so choose true. differently. We, we never get to have a different experience and reflection in our reality mm-hmm. versus when it's, how is this happening for me? We are now opening the door for our universe to support us in seeing lessons, mm-hmm. like seeing what we have to learn from to see new choices and opportunities that can come from, you know, maybe an unfortunate circumstance or loss or difficulty. Mm-hmm. So we're always being given these opportunities to evolve and to grow—it just depends with our free will. Are we taking it or not?
0: Right, and that's what you—a major part of what you do—is that yes. like you that you're coaching and being that spiritual coach is that when people come to you for you, you're trying to help them through that destruction. It's not always just someone maybe is stuck in something and trying to move on to something else. It's helping them evolve and move forward yes. and be able to work through that destruction or that chaos or whatever it may be to, like you said, at the end of the day, get them to love themselves more than they already do and to Mm -hmm. honor themselves and like you said to me when we were sitting offline you were like you need to honor yourself more and you need to like let that little girl in you like say like good job Allie, like you've built all this and you need to revel in it more and you need to allow yourself to sit more within your success and the things instead of just moving forward all the time to actually do something for yourself and treat yourself and like you said to me i love that you were like you can bake yourself a cake you can book yourself a massage like it doesn't matter how you choose to show yourself that appreciation but it's important just as much as it's important for us to keep moving forward Mm -hmm. it's important to celebrate in those moments and to appreciate ourselves and I think that we both said this as entrepreneurs and as people that are in you know the public eye and whatever else you want to call it it's hard sometimes to do that because you are always moving forward and you are always continuously like making things happen and you don't just sit there and go like wow right I created that and like wow this was my, you know, vision, or this was my dream. And you made me realize that when you were sitting here, you know, you said to me, mm. you're like, Allie, you know, be proud of like the vortex that you've created and be proud of like all these amazing things that are coming mm. to you because like, you've done it like no one else. Like, yeah, of course you have teams and you have
1: support and snap, and but like at the end of the day you've created it yeah, and that's, you've done it. That is the fruit of your labor. You have created it. And, and, I mean, I relate so much because even when I was, and in this line of work too, sure, yeah. when I was in the entertainment industry, I remember sitting in the makeup artist's chair, you know, or on set and, and feeling like, oh my God, this is so wonderful. Yeah, I finally booked this yep, or that. And yep. then the next thought being like, oh my God, when am I going to get the next job? Yep. When is the next thing? And then it literally strips joy and fulfillment out of your being. So well said. You know, like one of the biggest things I've learned is like, Joy is not something that you have when you get there. You have to allow joy to be in the moment that you're in right now. And it can be as simple as literally, and this is so cliche, but I've been told cliches (laughs) are true for a reason. Uh It can be as simple as like literally going out and and enjoying a cup of tea and having a book. It could be, you know, going with your daughter or with your child on that little, you know, walk to the park and really being present without the phone, Mm -hmm. without... Thinking about the to-do lists and what you emails you have to, you know, answer. And like seeing the joy on your child's face with your presence being there. Like joy is not something that you can just buy. It's fleeting. Yeah. We have to create it. And creating it allows us to be also in the present moment. And until we're present, then we miss the opportunity to find joy and celebration and appreciation and acknowledgement for everything that is working for us, everything that we have created.
0: Yeah. And that's so beautiful. And I know we talked about when I went on vacation recently to Mexico, like I chose to sign off and that was a very hard decision for me at first, but it felt so liberating. And I did feel that joy and that overwhelming, just good feeling Mm -hmm. and just, Oh my God, I'm bonding with my daughter. And my husband is just the three of us and getting to like really experience and like build this bond that like essentially is going to build a bond for our family as we grow because you know it was like our first real family vacation just the three of us and it was just so special and it was like you know just bonding and snuggling and having fun and being in the pool and just no phone no time no schedule Mm -hmm. no nothing and it was like beautiful for like five days straight and i forgot what that feels like
1: yes and
0: so you saying that again of like being able to Mm. feel the joy and being in the moment and that presence it's just so important and I think that especially like you said before with social media and the way our world is and how fast everything is a lot of us most of us are stripped of our joy we don't get to really revel in it We don't get to really experience it and that is one thing I have to say, I think like our older generations, why they always said, well, things were really more simple back then. Mm-hmm. And we all laugh and go, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. it's like, <laughs> right. Because I used to I'd be like, uh-huh. But now it's like, oh, wow, no. But it was. Yeah. Because if you were going to go meet someone, you just went and met them. Or if you were going to have a phone call, it happened at that time. There was no mm-hmm. flaking. There was no canceling. There was no being late because everything was in presence. Yes. And now everything is like, you can do digital. You can have a phone call. You can mm. fix, figure this. You can change this. Everything is a whole different type of you know world and I agree with you in the sense that I'm learning this for myself too is like it's really not sustainable and Mm -hmm. it really we need to check in and we need to drop in like you said find those moments to allow ourselves to slow down and to breathe and enjoy and feel that joy and feel that appreciation of ourselves Mm -hmm. and everything we've created within us and around us and that's truly what
1: spoke to me, you know, in our coaching session. Mm, I love that so much. Yeah, there's nothing like inner fulfillment. Mm-hmm. And I really believe when we pass at the end of our lives, we're not going to be thinking about like, you know, bank accounts. Oh, of and course not. All the things that we did and the success. We're going to be thinking about like, did I live a meaningful and fulfilling life? Did I? come to this world in this lifetime and do the thing that I was here to do was my life rich, not just in the sense of numbers, yeah. rich, mm-hmm. that is helpful, rich. but like fulfillment yeah. in terms of like, wow, I loved so deeply. I love so well. I know myself, like I connected to myself. I I was present to the experiences I had and like that truly, I believe deep down in the heart of every person is what we're really looking for mm-hmm. is that fulfillment.
0: Yeah. And that's beautiful.
1: Yeah.
0: And before I let you go, I was going to say, when you were just talking more on the spiritual side and like mm. when you leave, it just made me think about when you were saying um, before we started recording that you got a feeling when you were in my bathroom about angels. Yeah. And I just want to share this really quick because I find this really interesting. Yeah. Especially because like I do tap into a little bit of the angel things and the numbers and stuff. I because you are that spiritual side of you and so people also understand this about you I wanted you to share mm. what you were kind of saying when you came out of my bathroom
1: yeah so how I was picking up on things this is really interesting when we were sitting here I kept feeling like an angelic presence oh, okay. with you like there's something about angels angels okay. and then you were talking about so so Ali was talking about how she was seeing the number two a lot and so I was like oh angels and and we were in the conversation, and I and I didn't want to interrupt of the course. flow that yeah, you were yeah, in, yeah. and I kind of forgot about it because we were just diving yes, into all, all kinds of things, sounds. all yes. the things. And that's you can look forward to her coaching; she takes you through it all. <laughs> <laughs> so then I went, you know, to the restroom before we started to record. And it was so funny because this is how, like, always be on the lookout for signs and symbols, guys. Like, they're everywhere. Yeah, so true. It's like, they're everywhere if you're willing to look. Yeah. And so she has this, like, little air freshener thing in your in your restroom oh, yeah. of angel wings. Right. And I laughed when I saw it. I was like, oh, okay, thank you, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I know I need to tell her about that. And so, listen, I look at myself as a messenger, a channel between... Um, heavenly or cosmic realms and the earth plane. I'm the bridge that Mm -hmm. bridges those two worlds together. And the messages will always come through as they need to. And I I look at that as an opportunity to come back and say, Hey, you know, I think that this message might be helpful for you. You can do what you want with it. I'm never going to impose that on your Mm -hmm. free will. But I really felt this strong connection that you need to connect with the angelic realm and that there's a real deep desire to work with you. And that they're there. And this is for all of you. Like the angels and the archangels were the first, you know, a realm, a heavenly body that I really worked with. Mm-hmm. Um, I, that's too much to go yeah, into sure, now, yeah. but I was, I, I was brought up Catholic and then I became atheist for a little while. Mm-hmm. And it was during that time in my development that I had to learn what spirituality meant to me. Right. Like, what was that to me? Not something that I was imposed upon me. Right. That I had no choice growing yeah, up. Yeah. And it was like this is the structure, and that's what right. it is. But I think a lot of us feel like yeah. Because it's like this is what you're told to do. It was like I wanted to learn what spirituality was to me. My time kind of going atheist was my reset mm-hmm. of discovering what that meant to me, and I'm still in the process of learning and growing and connecting with that mm-hmm. part of myself. But the angels were the first, you know, beings that channeled through me. Wow. And when I would do healings, they would always show up. And I could see what was going on in people's bodies when I was doing energy work. Oh, and I would do readings amazing. with the angels. And the angels are just so, like, all-knowing, omnipresent, omniscient, all these things. They are they are always there and available to you. You just need to ask them and call them in. Anything in your life, it's, it's asking for them to support you. Not praying to them, not yes. worshiping, but saying, hey angel blank you know yeah. guardian angel or archangel yeah. michael archangel Raphael, can you come and help me with this but yeah learning which what each archangel represents mm-hmm. and can support you and is really helpful so i thought it was just so cool that that came up and yeah. you seem to resonate oh, with oh completely it, so. no i
0: thought i wanted to mention it because people that like follow me and like have heard me speak on a little bit of like my spirituality and like how i really feel like with my grandmother number 222 and then just the angels and i like, get signs all the time and how i really feel like you know, the angels are around me and I see like especially lately it's been like one one one, three, 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 five, five, five. The last four days have been seven, seven, seven. That's a new one. I've never seen that one Good. before. So it's it's very interesting and I'm trying to like pay attention to what those things mean and
1: like what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. And those numbers right are, all mean something. Right. But I also look at those number sequences like eleven eleven, one mm-hmm. eleven, twelve twelve, two 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 like I also look at it every time I see it. So my representation is i'm being supported and there's a heavenly hand guiding me i love that it's like a, there's a cosmic hand that is supporting me and guiding me and it's almost like when i see that it's like my reminder that i'm on the, the right path i'm in alignment to pay attention and be present and that my my spirit team as i call it uh-huh. and god is there like i'm not alone i'm yeah. there and typically you may, sometimes might see it when you're going through a lot of stuff right Absolutely. you know so it is something to pay attention to if that resonates for you. If it doesn't, just throw it away. (laughs) It resonates (laughs) for me. I think
0: it's, you know, I think
1: it's really cool. I think it's really amazing. I think
0: it was another sign that we aligned when we sat down today because you brought that up and you felt that. It was like, oh my gosh, to me, it was like a confirmation from my grandmother and, you know, just from different things in my life. And it was like, okay, there was a reason for today's Coaching conversation and why you're my guests and everything. And so, before I let you go, I want you, of course, to plug yourself and tell everyone where to find you if there's any other gems you want to leave my audience with. But I wanted to ask you mm-hmm. if it would be cool if you gave us a live guided meditation because I know oh, we yeah. wanted to do that before we started podcasting and then we got into the podcast without thinking about it. So, why not give my audience a live
1: guided meditation from Vanessa? Oh, I would love that. Yeah, we're going to do it now. Yeah, let's do it. All right, guys. Yeah, tell, okay. Tell us okay. how we're going to do it. But here's, here's the one thing I'm gonna a request yeah. if you're driving oh yes <laughs> don't do this please <laughs> disclosure do not do this disclosure yeah. right Listen, just here totally like, yep. no yep. no yeah, no just and pause on. it and then come yeah. back yeah. so totally. you know only do this if you are able to be in a relaxed and private and comfortable setting where you have the ability to close your eyes and do nothing mm-hmm. um and 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 just know that you are able to drop in yeah you know so if you're in kind of a busy environment do this when you get home do it before bed when you wake yeah. up in the morning if you do a meditation or prayer practice this would be the perfect time to do that i'm so excited to <laughs> yeah let's do it yeah okay so i'm going to just ask that everybody you put your feet flat on the ground you never want to have your legs crossed um, when you're doing this type of work because energy has to have a free flowing channel to move through your whole body and when your legs get crossed, or your arms are crossed, or you're kind of bending yourself into a pretzel in different positions, you know, seated meditation's fine. That's totally fine. But crossing legs can interrupt. No the contortions. Energy. Yeah, no contortions, guys. Leave that for later. Yes, there you go. I love it. Amazing. Leave that for the bedroom. <laughs> I so, love it. You just want to have your feet flat down on the ground and you know your your palms people always ask what do i do with my hands so i taught meditation classes for years i do it a lot in my workshops too where i bring this in when your palms are turned up that's your ability to receive to receive energy to receive support to receive universal you know abundance love whatever it is that you're you're looking to call in in your meditation And when your palms are down, if you're feeling really wound up or really anxious or you've got a lot of energy you're just, you know, wanting to go to sleep or nap, put your palms down and that's a reflection of turning inward, of going within. I'm not receiving energy, I'm going inward. So when you are seated, and why I'm kind of being a little stringent on this just before we go into the meditation is just so you can have the, the best experience in your body so you want to make sure that your belly is nice and soft. If you have a tr- if you have trouble sitting on a cushion or the floor, then come into a nice seated upright position on a chair or couch. And just make sure that your spine is nice and long, your neck is nice and long, your chin is just, just slightly tucked, so you feel that lengthening through the spine and the neck. And your head, the crown of your head, you feel as though there's a string at the crown of your head. Just gently pulling you upward, shoulders relaxed, jaws relaxed, maybe parting the lips, making sure that your teeth aren't clenched, maybe bringing the tongue to the roof of your mouth and with your eyes closed, if they're not already there, gently bring your gaze up in between both of your eyebrows and if you're familiar with the chakras in the direction of your third eye chakra, if you don't know what that is, no problem. Now, I just want you to find your breath. Believe it or not, if you just did this and became conscious and aware of your breathing each day for a few minutes, this would change a lot in your life. And a lot of us don't breathe correctly. So when you're breathing in, you want to make sure that you're breathing your belly fully out like you're inflating a balloon. When you're exhaling, that balloon slowly deflates, so the belly slowly shrinks, coming back in toward your spine. Just finding your breath, deep inhales, exhales, and lengthening those inhales and exhales. For the sake of time, I'm not going to be able to do a long guided meditation with you. And I just want you for a moment just to notice what it's like to be in your own body, be in your own space. And without any story or narrative about it, any judgment or criticism, any mental chatter, just observing, observing any sensations in your body, observing if you're holding any tightness, tension anywhere, and just bring the breath to those places in your body, slowing everything down, giving permission to have this brief respite in your day to connect with yourself, and just feeling more at peace. If this is new you may find that your mind is really agitated you're used to being on autopilot there might be a sense of I want to get out of this or when is she gonna finish this or I don't want to do this I'm just gonna invite you to sit with any resistance any irritation or agitation it's like anything in life we have to train our mind not be a slave to the mind but the servant to the soul remind me I have a lot to Say about taking this time out, you know one of the things that I love to do is to energetically restore power in your presence, so through the everyday interactions and living of our lives, we sometimes consciously and unconsciously give our power and our energy away to others it's not a bad thing it's not a good thing. we just give it away, and what happens is we fragment ourselves, we begin to split ourselves out into our relationships, to the places that we've visited, the people we've interacted with, we, when we think about the past, we're leaving parts of ourselves there energetically, when we project into the future, same thing, we start to deposit parts of our energy and our essence. We're not actually all fragmented back into this present moment. So I'm just going to have you with clear intention all of your energy and your power back to you in this moment that belongs with you call it all back. Nothing else you need to do. You don't need to be thinking about who you've talked to or what you've been doing or where you've gone. Just the intention. Focusing now on releasing any energy or power that you might be holding onto for another. Anything that you feel responsible for or are caring emotionally or a story that belongs to somebody else's experience. Sometimes we take on Other people's pains and emotions and their stories about life, their perspectives. So now with a simple command and intention, you're going to give back to that person their energy, their power, whatever that they need to be responsible for. And they're going to have it restored to them. So just a simple command is I release and let go of any power or energy or emotion or burden or story I'm taking care of or holding on to for another and I send it back to them now with love and with healing. That's it, you don't need to do anything else. Just take a few deep breaths, just noticing what it feels like. Now this is a longer process that I can take you all through, but for lack of time, we're gonna do one more little piece that I think is gonna be important. If you just do these three pieces every day, along with connecting with your breath, you're gonna feel different, I promise you. The last piece is being intentional about how you wanna enter into the rest of your your day or how you want to enter into your sleep. An intention is not about forcing or controlling an outcome or a result to happen. It's really about directing energy towards supporting what it is that we wish to create and experience in our realities. An example would be, as I enter the rest of my day, I'm intending to be at peace within myself. I'm intending to be a source of love and connection for all of the people that I connect with. I'm intending to approach the rest of my workday from ease, from balance. I thank you, so be it, and so it is. And so it is. So you get to create whatever intention you desire, how you want to enter the rest of your day. So just take a moment, and then once that intention is complete, you don't need to think about it or focus on it again. You just to allow the energy, of your intention, to support you in the rest of your day. And don't go looking for the results, don't go searching for them. If it doesn't come or happen, it's a lesson that you need to learn, and maybe your intention will come another day. The result from your intention will show up. Just be with the intention, trusting that life, that the universe, that your soul, knows your intention, and you will experience it in the right order and the right timing. All is well. When you're ready, you can either drift off into a nice and peaceful sleep. And if you're coming back into your day, start to slowly become aware of your breath. Back into your body, becoming aware of the space and the sounds around you. Very gently wiggle your fingers and your toes. Start to roll your shoulders with your ankles. Rocking your head left to right, front to back, very slowly. So there's bright lights around you, so your eyes can adjust. Take your time, slower than you'd like. Begin to open your eyes.
0: Hello. Hi. That's beautiful.
1: Wow. Listen to your
0: voice. (laughs) That was beautiful. Oh my gosh. No, I know. I just wanted you to give them a little, Mm -hmm. little bit of something, so they could really experience (sighs) you and get to have that meditation so thank you that was so beyond beautiful and like felt so good so thank you so i do have to let you go now so tell everyone where we can find you plug yourself and thank you so much again for being on you're like such a light i feel so grateful to like meet you and connect with you. I know this is only the beginning of our journey together. Yes, yes, And so, yes, just tell them because I know they're going to want to go check you out.
1: Oh, thank you so much, Ali. It's been an honor to be here with you. you. Thank you for everybody who listened. Okay. So if you would like to follow me on social media, Facebook and Instagram are my two main hubs. So Facebook is at V Petronelli. I know it's a mouthful, guys. <laughs> I think in the show notes, it might be there. Yes, it'll okay, be there. Cool. Absolutely. And then on Instagram, it's at Vanessa Petronelli. So it's my full name. And then you can visit my website. You can learn more about me. It's vanessapetronelli.com. That's my online home. You can email me, DM me. PM me, whatever <laughs> you it. need. You know, I'd love to hear how this, you know, this podcast impacted all yeah, of you. absolutely. And, you know, and if it resonates, you yes. know, it'd be great to have a session. Screenshot
0: us, screenshot it. If it resonates with you, tag us. Yeah. And let us know and definitely reach out to Vanessa for a session and they can reach out to you for, Coaching for spiritual healing, yeah, for meditation, the channeling, meditation, work. The channeling mm-hmm. work. There's many different entities and they check out your website Yeah, they can see and speak with you to figure out what it is that they're looking for. Totally, totally. I what? love that. Well, thank you so much again for being on. Like you, you. I seriously have been such a light and I just feel like, oh, what a great way to go into like, we've been recording on a weekend, like go into my weekend like recording mm-hmm. on a Friday. Like This is just so beautiful and I feel so like spiritually connected and aligned so thank you again for sharing so much of you you. and also so much of the coaching we got to share here and Mm -hmm. as i always say cheers everyone bye hey guys i wanted to tell you about this beautiful velvet travel organizer i've been using for my jewelry it's perfect because you can hold all your jewelry tangle free and it's safe and organized, whether you're traveling or for everyday use. Even for me being a busy mama, like I love that just for my everyday jewelry, I can keep different things together and not have to worry about it. I really love that it also comes gift wrap in a luxurious gift box, so it's like super cute, whether it comes to you as a gift or you give it for a gift for the holidays. I just absolutely love the details of it. And I love that they give back to the Only Love Foundation. You guys know I'm all about a product and a brand that gives back. And this is a nonprofit organization that helps build schools around the world, which is just incredible. And even better it's by a mama who created this it's named after her son sebastian enzo and i just think that's so cute and so inspirational so i just love this jewelry organizer you guys gotta check it out look up enzo e-n-z-o jewelry travel organizer on amazon and you'll find it and i'm telling you you will love it this is like a perfect hack and style gift that you guys want either for yourselves or someone else so use my code ally levine 20 that's caps ally levine 20 for 20 percent off And check out Enzo, Jewelry Travel Organizer, that's E-N-Z-O, and use my code AllieLevine20 for 20% off.